welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I repeat the same episode three times. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling a little bit of deja vu. I, don't, I thought it was just me. You probably heard heard of this dude before, Rob. Um, I'm not sure. I've heard of so many, so many uh, worthless Marvel. I mean, awesome Marvel characters uh, that I'm not sure which one is this again. You know, I had you, I had you on to redo some episodes before, Rob. Uh-huh. Uh, that one of them got lost, and then you know the other two weren't like you know other person didn't feel good, wanted another chance to record. Makes sense, you know. Sure, I I'm willing to give that because you know what these episodes are short. Normally, yeah. fun to record. You know, if I have to record them once, that's okay. If you have to record them twice, how do you feel? If I have to record them twice, I start to just feel not necessarily it more like disappointment. Because <laughs> let me tell, like while I'm whining, um. <laughs> Because for the most part, I like, you know, the last couple episodes you've heard this week, mm-hmm. pretty fun, right? I yeah. liked them a lot. You know, Fastos, we talked a lot about how, you know, uh, of a character, he obviously is, that obvi- has obvious motivations. And in Phoenix Force, you know, we were just like, yeah, Phoenix Force, we're going to talk a lot about how why Professor <laughs> Xavier is bad, um, because that's <laughs> what I do. And I'm, in fact, I'm going to be doing that again. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then that's I have right. a You're whole Professor X episode where uh, I just talk about why he's bad. It's kind uh, of my thing at this point. That's going to be an epic one. You, that should be like two or three episodes right there. No, it was about an hour long of me just saying this is point <laughs> by point why he is a bad person. <laughs> and me convincing a person who is like, yeah, he's bad to like, yeah, he's definitely bad. <laughs> he's the uh, worst. <laughs> but... But but then we get to who we're talking about today. And this is Plant Man. Plant Man. Samuel Smithers. <laughs> Smithers? Let me tell you something. I said this before. I like a plant-based person. I like a person <laughs> who has plant-based powers. Oh, oh, powers. I powers? thought this was about your dating life. Well, you know, this would also be in my dating life. If I could date <laughs> like a if I could date an ant like a walking tree. I'd do it, but <laughs> but uh, but Plant Man, right? Is it's cursed? Yes, because this would be the third time me recording this. This is going to be more times than anyone has ever thought about Plant Man. To no, be honest, that's including when he was like in an X Men run <laughs> or in the Thunderbolts. People are going to be like, "Who, Plant Man?" Or as he goes by now, Black Heath, which is a better name. Oh, he goes by Blackheath now. Yeah. I didn't know that. Better name. Better that. name. Also, he looks cooler. Actually, whoever redesigned him and, uh, and gave him, like, you know, the plant powers instead of science gun. Yeah. Did a great job. Um, I mean, yeah. And, and you love science guns. Oh, so I, I love science guns. That's well, a lot to coming from you. But what I love more is when someone gets struck by lightning or, like, a, something gets, like, goes on the frets. And, like, it happens to give the person the ability to do something. Let's say manipulate night light, and then they get shot by lightning, and they become pure light. It's, it's the dream. And I like that with also science guns giving people plant powers and turning them into a plant person. Love it. 
So, Love it. I like so what's Plant Man's deal? What's Plant Man's deal? Yeah. Well, well so let's... I'm going to... Because I've immediately wiped all previous thoughts of Plant Man out of my brain. Well, well, I haven't, because guess what? <laughs> I'm so... Like, out of all the characters I've talked about a lot that aren't, like, mainstays... I've talked about Playmate so many times. I know his I know his story, his backstory, I know his I know his motivations. <laughs> I know his, like his wants, his needs. His wants, his needs, his like like I feel like if we were speed dating, we would become <laughs> we would be like we would be like on our second date. Jesse, you'd be writing in your notepad, Jesse plus Jesse Plant Man. <laughs> just, just. Jesse Mooch plant man. Little hearts. <laughs> the, like in the hearts have like little vines coming off of them. That's oh yeah, of course. Good. But oh. let's let's talk about let's actually talk about plant man instead of me um complaining. Right. Third time's the charm. Third time's the charm, yes. So Samuel Smithers. Samuel Smithers. As you probably can understand, as you probably understand with his him being named Plant Man, he used to be a gardener. Of course. Of course. Um, for how long? I will tell you in just a, a minute or so. When was his first appearance? Well, let's get let's get down to his other things first. Okay, okay. So he's a, a naturalized citizen of the, the U.S. with a criminal oh. record. Oh wow! And he, so he's originally not from here. He's from England, London, England. Uh, this is it. I've been telling you about these immigrants with plant based powers. It's it's uh, this is why we need the wall. Come on, between us and England, <laughs> the big wall. We need just a really big wall, and then we need to ignore the fact that planes exist. <laughs> what? Planes? And huh? boats. And catapults. And catapults. Um, you know, because walls stop everything. Oh, everything. Absolutely. Because you know, because you know, Even I, heard, the birds. I heard that most immigrants climb over a wall and they don't just get a legal visa and just stay here for a while. Oh, no, of course longer. not. Or... They take a boat. Or like my grandfather did, just walked over the border because you could do that back then. But but yeah. Um but, but he's white, so I mean he can he can stay as long as <laughs> he wants. Plant man'll be fine. Plant man'll be fine. Um he's divorced. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so someone used to find him very attractive and was just like, mm, I like you enough to marry you. And then <laughs> they was just like, Hey, I hate you enough to divorce you. <laughs> That's a very, very. I, I got to write that down. I think that says a lot about you, Jesse. I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is played so much. So he's a former associate of the Magia under the Count Nefaria. Ah, ah, who, yes. Who Magia. was the father of Madame Mask, aka Big M. 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 And ally of the wizard. The wizard? Which one's the wizard? The the really lame. Um he's one of the smartest people in the Marvel universe. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. He no. has like the head and like he does he's a lot got of the anti gravity things and mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. he really hates Reed Richards, which who doesn't, but Yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah. My cat is giving me like a demonic look right now. <laughs> He's tired of hearing about Plant Man. He is. He's been around each time. 
<laughs> no, but he's been just like straight up staring at me for a little bit and like not really moving that much. But whatever. Okay. <laughs> I just took a picture. He, Welcome be- to Cat Talk. We're yeah. uh, going to be talking about cats of the uh, Marvel Universe. Well, Let's we see. will if you donate to my Patreon. Uh, where Because uh, I have the the Marvel Pets Handbook. And oh, we can I, talk about the pets. People, people, this is important. You need to get on this Patreon because we need to hear this. I need to hear this. I'm getting on this now because uh, that is that will be the most satisfying thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Do you want me to hear about Century's dog? Century's dog or uh, maybe <laughs> Speedball's cat? <laughs> Speedball. I remember Speedball's cat. They got powers. They yeah. got a... Uh, that's yeah, right, bouncy maybe, powers. Maybe you want to. Maybe you want to hear me talk about Miss Lion, Aunt May's dog. Oh, who doesn't? That, that dog's had adventures. Maybe I'll talk about Lockjaw again and just say about how good he, how good of a boy he is, like he's I did the last good, episode. He's I such a about, good boy. He's, he's the got, best boy. He's got tuning forks and he can teleport. Oh, yeah. But speaking of someone who is not a good boy, <laughs> Plant uh, Man. Plant Man. So he first showed up in Strange Tales. Oh, so he's old time. Uh, of one thirteen, the coming of Plant Man, the short shirt for Shang, the shoemaker's strange assistants. <laughs> also, there was just a regular ass book story called "The New Glasses." Oh, really? Like a like a print story? Yeah. Well, well oh. here's the thing. Oh, like, uh, I'm gonna be probably end up buying like the just the collections of like strange tales and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Before they, the ones that aren't segmented, because they have like uh, versions, right? Of like uh, of the older stories before they became like you know Marvel. Well, actually, this would it wouldn't be with this, but with like Atlas and Timely. Yeah. Huh. Um, so back just, when it was more of just a pulp uh, kind of a book. Yeah, you can of, actually get yeah. all of the all the stuff in there instead of just the superhero stuff because they don't really put all of the stuff in the issues for like strange tales and and uh journey into fear and stuff like that on like marvel limited yeah like i have even the old essentials and stuff they cut out anything that wasn't related to the core and i really character i really want to know who stroom is stroom so also he has a submarine somewhere in the Atlantic (laughs) ocean forgot okay that's awesome yeah but this is a strange tale ish uh, cover which I think we need to dedicate at least a little bit of time to talk about this. I'm all for cover talk. Yeah. Because honestly, he doesn't have a lot of like actual like story story to cover. Oh, this is this this is a cover. All right. Well, well done, Plant Man. This is he looks like the shadow uh, between between and he's got he is sicking walking furry bushes on the human torch. Um, but it does almost look like kiwi birds without the heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Without or kiwi fruit with that with arms and legs, which look like kiwi birds without arms and exactly. Head. But whatever, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's almost as if one was named after the other. Um, oh God, there's got to be a Marvel character called the Kiwi, right? And he's some Australian guy who throws fruit at people or something. Don't you, don't you mean New Zealander? Damn, he's from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I I know the difference. Yeah. It'd be a Spider-Man villain who got bit by a radioactive kiwi, and now he's a flightless bird. <laughs> he gets the ability- Beware the peck of the kiwi. He, he, he has ability to not fly. 
No, but uh, I like the cover of this because this is around the time when um, Fantastic Four was getting started. 63, same year, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, and Strange Tales turned into like a human torch book for a little bit. Um, yeah, I love it. I, and you even, in this issue, meet the torch's newest girlfriend. Yeah, Doris Evans. <laughs> Who has been in so many great stories that I don't think we have to remind the listeners of the amazing character of Doris Evans. Um, well, I could probably remind you. She's been in 11 issues of Strange Tales. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Classic 11 issues. And at least three issues. of. She was also in 1602. Fantastic Four. Really? Uh, the follow-up. It wasn't written by Neil Gaiman, but it was actually still pretty okay. good. That's was, that's I like it when they pick up uh, pick up an obscure character like that. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, but we're not getting into Doris Evans because <laughs> she, even though she is the Human Torch's newest girlfriend, and lovely, but uh, the thing I like about this is uh, even the Human Torch is helpless before the supernatural power of the Plant Man. <laughs> well, he makes do, so. Not, not, not that he makes do. He actually makes do. D e w. Yeah, <laughs> he makes do with whatever's around, really, technically. But yeah. uh, he also makes do, and yeah. that's a problem for the Human Torch because Oof. he can he can make himself as hot as the sun, but a little sprinkle of water—that's what gets him. See, see, that's what happens when you fight the Plant Man during the day. I mean, during the morning, I should say. During the early morning. You do not. That's why Plant Man schedules all his fights for uh, between, you know, five and seven in the morning. He's an early riser. Because, you know, if you're like the Human Torch on this cover, you can't escape the wet dew from the trees and bushes. They're all (laughs) slaves of the Plant Man. (laughs) I like that they're slaves. The poor, poor trees. They didn't ask for this. They're just shot by a space-sized science gun and turned into living... Weird ass trees. I again, I talked about this person for mm-hmm. I think at least at this point and almost an hour, which is way longer than this character deserves. <laughs> as much as I think he's a drastic, I think you could probably read every appearance of the Plant Man in less than an hour. You probably could. He's in less than two hundred issues. A lot of those being reprints. Yeah, a lot of them. It, was this a sequel story? Um, no, but okay. he but he did show up in like the Thunderbolts and yeah. in the X Men. Right, Actually, right. apparently showed up in the some uh, Namor the Submariner for like eight issues. But whatever, okay. we're not talking about him. Huh? We're not talking <laughs> about Namor. We will be talking about Namor soon, though. Can't wait. He's <laughs> under Submariner. <laughs> okay, I was wondering. I was like, "What?" I'm confused. Uh, yeah, no, that's going to be an epic one. Oh Forget my god, Professor mm, X, mm, man, it's just, mm, mm, mm. This is my <laughs> slab of slab of Atlantean meat. Just slather it on and get talking. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, just like we're talking about the Plant Man. He was born in London, mm-hmm. and he lost his parents at a very early age. Sometime when he was a teenager, he left the orphanage. Orphan. They were, not, they were not killed by, like, plants or something. This isn't, like, a Batman thing type. They weren't killed by, they weren't killed by orphans. But he did work for a botanist, a London botanist, who was exploring, like, the mental energies of, of plants. And sure. Well, in, in the Marvel Universe, you can get a grant for pretty much anything. 
Well, considering the plant man was able to take down the defenders with his <laughs> well, science gun, you know, the, I'm going to say it's true. Defenders, come on. Okay. Well, first off, they're a pretty powerful team. They just really suck at their job. That's the thing. They should be great. Like you've got guys like Namor and Strange and and the Hulk. So you know, and they they have huge, powerful people. And even the new defenders had like Iceman and stuff, but. It's, uh, they're never any good. They get taken down by Plant Man. Well, the thing is, Stephen Strange, at least twice, erased the whole world's memories. Yeah. In the Defenders, but whatever, whatever. But gonna t- <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Plant Man. Plant Man. That's Squirrel. Good. We're going to talk about it later. He was working on, like, a machine to kind of, you know, increase that. Uh, but the botanist died. So, uh, Smithers decided to go to America and, and work on his, and work on the plant. It's not a plant gun at the moment, but it will turn into a plant gun. Ah. Um, but because he never really went to university or anything and went under, I guess, an apprenticeship with this botanist, um, he it wasn't really recognized as someone who was like, you know, a, someone who was a botanist, because I guess apprenticeships don't really count in botany. <laughs> it's not a, yeah, you don't really work yourself up from an apprentice up to a journeyman botanist. <laughs> And then sooner or later, you know, they give you your plant food and you're a full-on botanist now. Garden. He worked as a gardener in Long Island. Um, and Morris Evans, who may have a daughter, who we might we might talk about a little bit more. Hmm. You know, Maybe. Who might be lovely and new in she someone's life. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So he's working, Long Island. Yeah. And uh, turns out he's not a good employee. And Morris is just like, stop stop working for me. You're a bad gardener. (laughs) And because, like, he just wanted to play with his plant gun. But what happened is, like, a bolt of lightning hit his gun, his plant gun, (laughs) and it it charged it with the ability to control and animate all plant life. So instead of turning into a, a Johnny Five, it right. was just like, hey, I'm better. It was like an upgrade bolt. I can understand that. Okay, I've made a science gun. It's getting hit by lightning. It can make plants come to life. Okay. All right. I'll buy that. But it suddenly makes them controllable by whoever has the gun. How does that work exactly? I want. I want the science. When something gets hit by lightning. Oh. And it's related to a specific thing. It gives it powers to do something. That's that's rock solid science. You can't there's no getting away from that. It's a it's called a plant gun. It's hit by lightning. You can control the plants. It's A plus B equals C. It's like the time when Dr. Morbius, the living vampire, uh was biting spider-man and drinking his blood and then got hit by lightning and then all of a sudden he was cured right because lightning (laughs) is magical it could do anything uh it's true i love lightning in comics i wish lightning was like that in real life much like radiation (laughs) it'd be a lot better world if radiation worked a little bit like it did in the marvel universe instead of like it does in the real one Instead of being like, hey, I'm going to use this science gun that I have to do good, 
he went the other route when you have a science gun. It's like, hey, I'm going to try to get revenge oh, yeah. for being sure. fired. Um, and then the Human Torch got involved because he has a lovely new girlfriend. Oh, right. Doris right. Evans. A lovely new do- girlfriend of Doris Evans. Yeah. And then the Human Torch, like, you know, defeated him. But then, yeah, he escaped because the Human Torch didn't finish his job, I guess. He's got other plants to animate. He's got uh, his wife plant. He probably created one night by accident. One lonely, lonely night. Basically, basically what the plan was is he was going to frame uh, Morris Evans mm-hmm. f- uh, for a robbery. <laughs> but then like, the human torch was just like, no, stop it. And then he's just like, okay, I'll stop it. I'm going to run away now. Bye. Here's some dew. Ah, get incapacitated. <laughs> you might slip on the floor. See ya, sucker. It's like, oh no, the sun's up. I have no more dew. Bye. <laughs> I'm just gonna make these leaves shake violently for a few minutes. Then, well, his gun was also destroyed by the Human Torch. But then, a few months later, the Plant Man made a more powerful plant gun. I guess without lightning. Yeah, wait a minute. So he made another gun, but it had the same powers, but no lightning. Well, I think I think what happened is the gun huh. when it got struck by lightning, it changed the stuff around, and he was able to study that before the it stuff. got destroyed. Yeah, the stuff. His, the stuff, and you know, you know the science gun stuff. He didn't go to college, but he learned on the streets about stuff, and uh, you know, this this is this isn't book learning. This is, he knows how to get stuff done. He tried to kill the Human Torch, but it failed. And he was taken in by the police. But then he was taken in by Count Nefaria, the father Ah. of Big M. 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 Basically, what Count Nefaria wanted was to, you know, make his part of the Magia more powerful. Oh, right, because there's factions. I always forget about that. Yeah. And <laughs> and the way he was going to do that, him and his compatriots were going to kidnap the X-Men to extort hundreds of millions of dollars from the U.S. government, which I imagine the U.S. government was just like, aha. <laughs> Thanks for doing our job for us, guys. We don't have to spend all that money on robots. H- have you seen? We just sent a fleet of killer robots after that. Like, <laughs> you just, you, what? But the X Men was just like, no, stop it. And then he escaped. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? He's wily. We got to give him that. He's escaped from the, from the cops and from now the X Men. That's, uh, he's building quite a resume of escaping. Yeah. And then, uh, he, he did what everyone does when they're quitting their job and steal some office supplies. Um, <laughs> in this and, case. Yeah. In this case, some technologies to mm. make his, make a more sophisticated versions of his plant guns. Sweet. His science guns turn into like science cannons, I guess. Oh God. It, now you said he, did he steal the submarine as well? Uh, I think. Don't, doesn't mention it. Is the submarine made of plants? Is it? No, some- I think it's just a regular ass submarine. Huh. Decided to make a um a giant like seaweed monster to attack London, but then Namor and Triton, who was 
one of the more boring members of the Inhumans mm. was just like, stop it. And guess what happened? He stopped it. He st- he stopped and then he escaped. Of course. <laughs> it's what he does. He plant pandemonium and then he's out of there. He ghosts the place. The, this is when he is in the Defenders. It's a very Name fun that. run of Defenders. It has like Nebulon, who is like a uh, Nebulon. space god type thing. Hmm. Um, and he's on Earth pretending to be like a like a kind of nerdy man man teaching like self motivational <laughs> speeches, where part of the part of the uh, what it is is like you have to learn that you're a bozo, and one of the things for initiation in it is he puts on a clown mask on you, and like he has cheerleaders that spell out bozo on their shirts, and be like, "You're a bozo, you're a bozo." Like he had to break him down. Yeah, break him down. And then oh you eventually God. learn how to control the world with your mind through the celestial something something. It's really interesting, <laughs> and it's just it's peak Steve Gerber. Oh, That's all Steve I'm Gerber. That seventies Steve Gerber is oof. It is. That is beautiful stuff. I mean, oh. I mean, and it's before it's before you get some of his really weird sexism. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Beverly so and Howard the Duck gets kind of a little weird, a little messed up. But but he meets up with the Scarecrow and the Porcupine and the Eel, and they and they decide to be like you know a team. <laughs> Do you think it could technically now the scarecrow? I I don't remember much about Marvel scarecrow. Is he made of straw? Think DC scarecrow, and you got it. Oh, it's the same thing. <laughs> we might talk about the porcupine, and we won't talk about the porcupine. Um, basically, he's a guy who has like porcupine-based weapons. That <laughs> includes the stuff that uh, porcupines can never do, such as shoot electricity or make like gas come out of their quills oh i don't know i just went to the zoo yesterday i think you'd be pretty surprised at what porcupines can do nowadays yeah some of them have like wrist blasters oh yeah yeah no i i saw one yesterday that actually levitated for several minutes it was impressive i was also took lsd right before i went to the zoo but i I think it's not connected in any way and they teamed up with someone at the original viper as operative as as operatives of the criminal police officer calling himself the Cald Commander, <laughs> who launched a crime wave, but then the Falcon overpowered him. The Cald Commander. I feel like this has a uh, certain amount of resonance in today's world. Um, so he's a police officer. He's a vigilante. Bad guy? He was a bad guy. And what was the shape of this cowl exactly? Because my brain's not going to healthy places. It's not even necessarily a cowl. It's more like a like a cloak. <laughs> but no, he was in like 11 issues of like uh, Captain America. Huh. Not good ones, I assume. Actually, no, this is when they were in the Defenders. They tried to kidnap Kyle Richman, who is the... One of the richest people in the world. And also Nighthawk, the man with the power of two men at night. (laughs) He's twice as strong and twice as canceled because he goes through a lot of series. This is when, this is right after his brain was like in a bowl. Oh, right. And, And one of his 
quote unquote friends was in his body oh, after a villain was kicked out of his head. <laughs> Just want to say that. Um, Perfectly normal. Just another Tuesday in the Marvel Universe. They got he got freed. Didn't get money. Um, but then he decided. Then he got enough funds to you know make some more science guns and decided to make a bunch of plant men to do mercenary work for him so he can get even more money and then and then the avengers was just like no stop it slap huh and were these plant men like basically plant robots like they could totally operate on their own yeah they're like plant robots oh, they cool. look like him but they're plants <laughs> so um he is uh, six foot tall okay weighs 190 in shape. Has green eyes and dark gray hair. Oh, sounds dreamy. Um, and he has a plant gun. Now, does it? Does the entry get into it all his his marriage and divorce? Nope. No. So, hmm. I'm still that thinking happened, it's a plant that happened lady. at some point. Because, like, he came to America when he was young. Right. Right. So, like, I guess he just, I guess it was just, like, a throwaway thing. Like, maybe it happened in between adventures. <laughs> like, so the person writing the handbook was just like, nah, let's just make him divorced. It's, it's kind of like come how, up. It's kind of like how in the North Star episode, uh, well, or North Star entry, where they mentioned for, like, half a sentence that he was part of a uh, Quebecois, or however you say it, um, like, liberation group oh like right, basically right, right. A terrorist he, was, group. he was basically part of like a separate separatist terrorist group for a little yeah, bit yeah and they go into none of that <laughs> like it's just like yeah he was this and then they just skip to him being a skier do, 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 and now he's like an olympic level skier what what terrorist huh no 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 that's someone else you're thinking of someone else this is north star the skier and and wasn't he a forgive uh, <laughs> the term wasn't he a fairy at some point too I don't know. That was like the weirdest. They did not know what to do with North Star for so long. So, like, I'm glad that he's like, you know, a gay character, and like he was a fair, like a fairly gay character throughout his runs. Mm. They just didn't mention it. Yeah, there was always like that, just wink, wink, kind of a. But like they talk about it, and they talked about it sometime in the late '80s, like explicitly, and like you know that's pretty important. Yeah. But at the same time, like. Why did you make an interesting character gay? <laughs> like, like I, I mean, again, I will argue, gay people can be boring. That is, I yeah, that is very, very true. Part of representation is everyone's represented, and that's boring gay people. Yeah, as well, unfortunately, you only get the boring guy. It's not as cool. Pretty much not. Like, there's not much more to talk about. Plant Man. So he's got. When, when did the submarine come into play? Is what I want to know. How the hell does this schmuck they, like this? They skip over so much stuff. <laughs> he's got a submarine like, and I, a science gun that makes plants so, come to life. So basically, so basically, like you can just literally say like it happened in between stories because like <laughs> he just jumps like book to book when someone's just like, hey, we need another villain. Let's go, go with Plant Man. Yeah, we need someone generic that they can uh, that our character can beat up and no one will care. Plant Man, awesome. Razorback, sounds good. Whatever, Porcupine, great. Um, We're done. So we never have to think about Plant Man again? Um, maybe. I'll it probably mention him. He's in my heart forever, <laughs> apparently. So... <laughs> Plant man, he blooms in your brain. 
then you just you'll think of him. You may not love him, but you will think of him. And uh, I just want to put in because we're not doing plugs on this episode. No, no, um, no. We're just no, Plant Man no. and references to. Are we going to talk about X Man? Uh, no, no. We already did that. You got uh, it. You got another forty-five minutes. I can keep going. But but um, <laughs> I just want to play this episode out. All right. As on a, like a very like mournful mm-hmm. version if i can't it just or not mournful i'm just gonna put in like parts of the scat one of the scat man songs that oh was, yeah was in the other episode because we had a whole like running joke throughout I know. it i'm really sad that i didn't get to do my scat man john uh i'm just gonna play out scat man's world at the end of this because you know i need some joy in my life and i have to edit this tomorrow night to get it up if you didn't experience the 90s fully and don't know who Scatman John is, um, you're welcome because you're about to learn about the awesomeness of the Scatman. And you're about to be called the Scatman's World. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.